Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I am Zane C. Weber and with me at the table tonight to talk about The Drowsy Chaperone is... Miranda Selwood. And our super special guest who picked the show... Aureli Roque. Welcome, Aureli Roque. Are we calling you Aureli? No, we're calling me Ray. Ray! Ray, 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 Ray. Where's everybody else today? Well, exciting news. Yeah? KB... Has moved to London. Yes. So we are working um, on a... Half excited, half really sad. We live in an age of technology. Surely she can set up a yeah. mic over there and we'll we, be we're podcasting work on that. all over this earth. Yes. Give us a few weeks. We'll set it up. She'll be corresponding live from London. That'd It'll be, be cool. very... Very professional. It'll be very professional setup. <laughs> is what very, we're working on. Most likely laggy as well. Very, very laggy. <laughs> come what do you think about that, KB? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> and Julie is unfortunately ill. So we it's just me, Miranda, and our super special guest Ray. So, you know, I thought for a split second that you're going to be like exciting news. Julie is ill. <laughs> Julie's not ill. Yeah. And. Uh, also, KB's in. No, well, we were actually <laughs> like, just talking on. about this. Like, if Julie's not here and KB is in London, who's going to bring up the ever-present celebrity that they gets... who will not be named <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Look. Don't do it, Miranda. Don't do it. I, well, Let me show you how we cannot do that together. <laughs> I'll try. I'll All right, try. let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. So, uh... So, Ray, we have a guest quiz that we give to everyone who comes on. Okay, I've had a brief look at this, but I I did not really plan anything ahead of time. That's for the best. Like, let's keep it organic. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it'll be like an improvised. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's (laughs) not meant to be. So, (laughs) wait, wait. Here's how it starts. Here's how. How does it start? Getting to know you. (laughs) It's so fun when you're here to do that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Which musical character would other people compare you to, Ray? Uh, would other people compare me to? I mean, um, you've just been in a show that uh-huh. has you as a character that's uh, pretty much just see, you. See, I had a quick flash of Audrey too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Feed me Seymour. A flesh-eating um, plant. <laughs> yes. Never really thought of no you as a flesh-eating. Soul, possibly but... an alien. Well, I am an alien. I am an immigrant. Oh, you're a legal alien there. Oh. I am legal. I am legal. <laughs> For now, we'll see what happens later. Politics, we won't go into it. Um, 
Uh, yes, so uh, Susan Blackwell in Title of the Show yeah. is what people tend to I approve of this me. answer. Because I don't know why it was such a surprise to everybody. It, it, <laughs> well, when, when you, we saw that you were cast, we were like, yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect casting. Oh, I, I believe I, we said it on our Title of Show episode oh, as well. Oh, did you? Oh, did you really? <laughs> Lovely. Well, yeah. It didn't do you, too much acting, to be quite honest. Yeah, so that's not an insult? She that's just has <laughs> a lot more flowy hands than I do, yeah. kind of like a magician. I don't do that. That's the main difference between you and her. Pretty though. much, yes. Magician you could work fingers. on it. I'm like some on card, it right now. You could start with card tricks and <laughs> and move on to like <laughs> those flash bang things. No. Doves, anyway, flowers, <laughs> smoke effects. Smoke effects, totally. Well, which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Mm, Susan Blackwell on title of... Sh- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, would I like people to... Oh, man. This is the one that I looked at and went, I have no idea. I guess it's like, what character do you admire or would you like to be like? I believe... It's a tricky question because yes. it's not who, necessarily who you are naturally like. No, no, no. And it's not your dream role. No, It's no. that in-between of, I would love to emulate this well, character what was your in my everyday life. One? Morticia. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down, yeah. Morticia. Yeah. I love she has her. great I nails. I girl's got great nails. Yeah. Girl's got a, great. She's got a but slim, honestly, slim figure. <laughs> Morticia <laughs> is a great feminist character. Yes. Like she's, yeah. And she can speak French and so can Ray. Like, I ain't saying I have played the role before, but <laughs> she, was made, she was made kind of villainous considering that the original uh, take on her in Chicago and then what they did with yeah, the storyline yeah. after, I was kind of intrigued at the fact that they turned her she wasn't the bad guy there was no real bad guy but no, if you had the to whole choose one in the whole happen. show it would have been Morticia just that's sad I know though. a little sad but I don't know should have been Pugsley <laughs> <laughs> screw that kid alright easy question now Yeah. what's your dream role dream role uh, I've already played it but I would now that it's officially been played by a woman I would love to go back and play it again and that is leading player in Pippin Excellent. Played it many, many yeah. years ago before, before it was... Before it was a female on Broadway. Before it was a female role. Yeah. yeah. It was really fascinating. I had such a blast with it, and I would absolutely... I've said it a thousand times, and I'll say it a thousand more. That's and why I is. started doing Ariel, <laughs> actually. That's why I started doing Ariel stuff. <laughs> I was like, well, in case Pippin ever comes <laughs> down to Australia, I'm ready! Well, I, ho- ready. I hope we get the, the new reinvigorated production. Mm. Yeah. Zane and I um, saw it on the Broadway when mm. we were there not that long ago. Like, yeah. It feels like a long time now. And Three years now. Three glorious years. Oh, I made you a bow tie for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> sparkly oh, bow tie. Right. Sparkly bow tie, but you wore the tighties. Uh, yeah, so but that. yeah, that that I I feel like you would fit beautifully into that production. I have. I just found it so fascinating. The storyline of how, like, just that slight twist of putting a female as the leading player mm. against Pippin. There was a slight sexual tension undertow between the two that doesn't exist in the... Well, absolutely, obviously. because he's such a young guy that is kind of finding his way with women. Yeah. And now you have this super powerful woman that he's playing up to. Yeah. And then he has to make that choice whether to do what she says or do the boring thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's a great answer. Yeah. So, favorite Sondheim show? Oh, Sweeney Todd, easily. Yeah. Sweeney Todd, hands down. Again, another role that I would love to play in the future. As Love well it. as, um, weirdly enough, Lady of the Lake in Spamalot. Not in Sweeney Todd. There is no Lady of the Lake in Spamalot. <laughs> I, like, I remember that part. Was welcome, that to my, welcome to my brain pattern. <laughs> Do they go to Vegas in, in yeah, Sweeney Todd? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Uh, so what's your favorite, uh, well, what's your go-to shower song? My go-to shower song. Depends on kind of whatever. You're doing at the time. Yeah, whatever either is going on. What about right now? Right now, uh, it has been a lot of Groundhog Day, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I tend to go to, um, oh, bless me, what is the name of that song that she sings? You know, that one that she sings in Groundhog Day. The one that she sings. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows Everyone knows what we're talking about. Then it's sexual. Oh, God damn it. Oh. Uh, the one with the whole ensemble where they're uh, singing they're, they're at each other. Just going to use me for sex. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's not what I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> really that one that song. song is what you sing in the shower. Yes. Weirdly, All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's I'm sensing a theme among our guests. <laughs> about the sort of things that come up in the shower. They tend to have a slight... <laughs> oh, hang on, I'm going to find the song now. It's not a... That's one thing she talks about. Just the one lyric that she can remember right she's now. About, yeah. yeah, she's talking about the guys that she's either into or seems to be attracted to. And uh, so she's trying to be... It's a song about, about weirdly female empowerment, but then she turns around going, well, I wouldn't mind if a white knight... White knight... Like a fire, <laughs> wouldn't mind it. Carry wouldn't me, it. fireman style... And then use me for a weekend, you know. But whatever, <laughs> I just want to be loved. Uh, <laughs> whatever, I just want to be loved. I just very physically. <laughs> very, right very physically. In the shower. Well, while you're looking that up, yeah. it's the controversial question mm. now. You have to delete one musical from existence. What musical is it? Oh, it's a tough call. Is it? It is. <laughs> Some people find this question very easy. Well, I've got a couple in mind. Yeah. Oh, this is a, <laughs> this I is, can't choose. Yeah. Oh, girls got when I answered this question, it was more like, which one am I most justified? Because <laughs> 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 there are some that you just don't like listening to. Um, <laughs> between Pajama Game. Oh, no. Cats. And Music Man. Cats has come Somewhere up a there. few times. Oh, and well, you know, we were just talking about it. Cats is already gone, so you yeah. don't have to worry about that. Okay. Everyone else deleted it. Um, the Pajama Game has too many cute songs in it, um, so I can't let you delete that. <laughs> the music so the Man Music Man also Man, has is. a few no, cute songs no, in it. The 76 trombones can just out. Okay, well, so I think Miranda's making that choice for you. <laughs> what is that called again? Capital T Rant. What is that song called? Which Capital one? Capital T that rhymes with P and that stands for... Yeah, uh, you got trouble in... Is it Trouble River in City. River City? Yeah. yeah. I don't know the names no. of any of the songs. Bye, Music Man. <laughs> bye, no bye. Stripey vests. Bye, bye. Okay. Bye, well, bye. Music Man has uh, added itself to the list of songs that we've deleted. <laughs> like Let's, uh, it added itself. We had nothing to do with it. This was all the Music Man's fault. Oh, absolutely. He, know what, he knows what it did. So uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> break and we'll come back with some Broadway news. Okay, so this week, Broadway News, we found out that Cher is... Cher? Cher is... Cher, Cher. Cher, Cher? There is going to be a a Broadway show based around Cher's life. What are they going to call it? A biopic. A bio-musical called The Cher Show. The Cher Show? The Cher Show? Is that the Cher Show? The Cher Show. Really could have gone with like Cher the Love. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, see, I share can do puns. I just don't like them. This is devolved. Yeah, it went down really quick. I'm really excited. I think there's a lot there 
to support so for share. So sorry, oh, there for share. <laughs> there for share. There you go. There's this a new is title. in the vein of beautiful the Carol King story. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Jersey Boys. Um, uh, uh, there are others. Well, it's supposed to open in Walk 2018. Oh yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Uh, at the Neil Simon Theater, as far as I can tell right now, in the fall. They in haven't the released fall. too many details fall. about cast no. or anything, so no. I can't I imagine see... she'll be involved. Oh, why not? I want to see her play herself. I she can still pull it off, right? I hope so. Just take the auto tune with her. She'll I be can fine. All. I can say is the costumes of this are going to be amazing. They will be. Oh and there God. will be so many oh, quick costume changes I, and so okay, many diamonds. If, if you can't have Cher, Cher, Cher herself, <laughs> then the entire cast needs to be drag queens. No, no, no. Here's, well, you know, actually along that vein, I just read this, which I find utterly fascinating. Uh, on a side note, though, they are putting in the songs I Got You, Babe, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, and I, If I Could Turn Back Time, so yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Right. What? We're not animals here. Come on. <laughs> um, but they did a recent reading with Lena Hall. That wow. would be a rocket That would be share. amazing, yeah. Speaking of drag queens yeah. that aren't drag queens. Yeah. That would be yeah. amazing. Okay, yeah. I approve. Yeah. I approve that J'approuve. J'approuve. <laughs> And so, also, Cursed Child's coming to Broadway. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Harry Potter? Harry yeah. Potter. That was really horrible. I'll never do that again. Um. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with that example we- in tow, will it be um, an American cast? I'm looking. Or are they transferring the production cast no, included? It looks like it's... Because no, it's staying on in London. Yeah. So I imagine it'll be a new staging. I remember vaguely um, receiving some emails. I just get kind of the general stuff from Playbill and Broadway World about um, auditions for Cursed Child. So mm. I would imagine it is a predominantly American or at least a much more couple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cast members. I'm looking at names and I don't recognize them. But let's see. Shall I read them out? Is Will in it? Will. Throwback. Never mind. <laughs> Throwback to okay. like a few episodes uh, okay. ago. <laughs> I doubt Will's in it. Okay. Uh, I, d- I think he's got other plans. Uh, Jamie Parker is Harry Potter. Noma. Oh my. Oh my God. How do I spell this? How do I say this? <laughs> Doom. Doom is Wani. Yeah, that's probably hundred percent accurate. Hermi- <laughs> Hermione Granger. Paul Thornley is Ron Weasley. Poppy Miller. Ginny Potter. Sam Clement. Albus Potter. Alex Price is Draco, and Anthony Boyle is Scorpius Malfoy. Oh. And then there's a Scorpius couple... Scorpius Malfoy? I'm going to guess Draco's kids. Son. They're kids and things and right, yeah. people. Um, well, that's fun news. And yeah. then there's a whole slew of other names that I just don't recognize. When are we moment. getting it? Yeah, oh, right? like, Come on, Australia. Like four years. But that moved quickly. Really quickly. West, West End of Broadway, that because moved quick. Because it was quick. massively popular. Yes, Australia is popular too. Yeah, but... We've got golden beaches, Harry. Come see us. <laughs> on the beach. We're full of magic. Stage it on the beach. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to the actual show, shall we? Oh, sure? yeah. Yeah. The sh- sure about the, the show? <sighs> this is <laughs> the whole episode. This is uh, starting well. Right. there for sure. All right, Ray. So why did you pick The Drowsy Chaperone as the show you wanted to talk about? Oh, I don't know. I just find it really entertaining in, a, in an uh, 
odd little funky kind of Cole Porter way. It is really fun. Yeah, like, it's, very it's fun. Porter. It's fun and very yeah. I keep True saying. comedy. It's I, the most I, Cole Porter show that has never been written by Cole Porter. It's <laughs> non Cole Porter. I, do, I don't find it as wordy as Cole Porter's stuff. Like it's Cole Porter light. But like if, you, if you were parodying Cole. Cole Porter, it would be a different show than what you get. I true, think. true, true, true. I don't know. I kind of i i am uh, drawn to shows like that. Like I don't spam a lot. And uh, what was the other one? It's Little joyful. Shop of Horrors it's one hundred percent joyful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's it's a loving parody. Yeah, rather than like parodies. a vicious parody. I'm so weirdly pulled to parodies, mm. which this is a parody. Again, parody light. Oh, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> Diet a parody. parody. Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it is a parody that honors the. Parodies. It parodies parodies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's parodyception. So, so, what can you tell us about uh, Drowsy Chaperone? Uh, not much, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be a short episode. Did you want a synopsis or do you want the. Do you no, the, so you you just tell gonna, us a little bit about it. Like, we're going to cover the synopsis. Yeah, uh, Zane's got notes uh, out the Look, to be quite honest, it is a, it in true parody fashion. It's a show within a show. He breaks the fourth wall constantly. Uh, talking to the, you know what this is? This is me in my seventies <laughs> talking to anyone that will come over <laughs> to hang me, out with me and my. This cats. is me last week. <laughs> yeah, this is me right now. <laughs> by the way, yeah, I was going to say. By the way, when he's like, "Yes, records," I'm like, "Yes." And I Me think, right now. <laughs> I, I do that always. Man in Man in Chair is, is so relatable chair. to musical theater. Yeah. Yes. People who So so catch me up. The concept the concept works as there is a man mm-hmm. a, in a, a chair. chair. A middle aged divorcee. Yes. In a dingy apartment. Yeah. And he puts on a show because he's feeling blue and he wants something that'll make him feel happy. As in he puts on the record to listen to yes, it. Yes, he puts yeah. he puts on the And the, the show record. essentially comes to life in, in his, his living room and we all get as to see it. Because he talks consistently to the audience yeah. as yeah. it goes on. But the funny thing is he doesn't give any kind of synopsis of what's happening. He just gives a back history on each fake actor yeah. that played the <laughs> character, which I think is genius. Or a little bit of editorialization yeah. about what's actually going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or if there's an inside joke. Yeah. Or how he feels about this. <laughs> so he's um, not your, your classic narrator in no. the sense of, I am narrating the story. He's an opinionator in yeah. my Yeah. Well, he's, he's kind of part of the audience. Like yeah. he's on the other side of the fourth wall yeah. with I, the audience. Maybe that's why it's so relatable in that way. And I think you can listen to the soundtrack and because you've got all those narration bits in the soundtrack yeah. with the songs, yeah. you can enjoy the song soundtrack only as a, yeah, as, a performance. as you do the show. Mm-hmm. It's just missing the giant element of uh, costume, prop sets, uh, huge... <laughs> Cast dancing, lighting. Uh, hey, that was really big a couple of years ago. I want to say five, six years ago, having no set, no lights, a couple title of chairs, title of show, show. hashtag title title show. Four chairs. Four chairs. Four chairs. Four chairs. So many more chairs and than in this production. This and chair. then four chairs made of diamonds. Ooh. That fell from the sky. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. Drowsy? Yeah, that's Please. pretty much, Sorry I mean, basically what it comes down to. He's just telling, he's not telling the story. He's telling... Yeah. I don't know. He's listening to a soundtrack and kind of what goes through your mind when you're listening to a soundtrack on Spotify. Yeah. Or I probably shouldn't have said that on any uh, online uh, music listening <laughs> you say, app. You can say Spotify. <laughs> let's give Spotify as many calls out as possible because they're refusing <laughs> to pick up the podcast yet. But... Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> but, 
There are very few Australian podcasts that they support, so hopefully we'll be one of the first. I will be but the bridge. doing my research <laughs> for Drowsy Chaperone, yeah. it was nominated for a lot of it was. Tonys. Yeah, let's see here. Tony, um, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony. That's a whole other show, which I also <laughs> love. Um, okay, so let's see. It was, wow, it was nominated for quite 13. a few. Yeah, yeah. in 2006. Including Drama Desk Awards, actually. God, wow, look at this list. This is insane. Uh, best Musical, nominated. Best Book of a Musical, it won. Best Original Score, it won. Performance by a Leading Actor, nominated. Leading Actress, nominated. All the actors. Yeah, featured and featured, nominated, nominated. <laughs> hey, oh, wait. Sutton didn't win. That kind of makes me sad. Sutton did. Oh, no. Sutton didn't win. It was Featured Actress that won. Beth yeah. so it Lebel? was Lavelle? It was Drowsy Sha- the Drowsy Chaperone character that won, Beth Lebel. Yes. Uh, Sutton Sut- Foster was nominated for a Tony and didn't, and didn't win get it. it. No. She, she did go up against. <laughs> Threw my pen in the air. <laughs> she just, she's so She upset. went up against. Uh, she won. She, she was lost up against to some pretty heavy hitters. Sin- uh, <laughs> to Lachance from The Color Purple. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, so it was a big year. It was it a Tony. It was, it was a great year for the musicals yeah the four best musical nominees were jersey boys who won mm-hmm. the color purple the wedding singer and drowsy chaperone yeah i can like um, that's that's just based off those titles field. i can tell you what won and it wasn't <laughs> wedding singer <laughs> no uh no jersey boys took it out that it was the hamilton of that year it was oh yeah. absolutely uh, okay so continuing let's see nominated for best direction for best choreography best orchestration uh, and lighting design. Uh, all these are Tony's, by the way. And it won best scenic design and best costume design, which I find hilarious. Yeah. And then let's see, Drama Desk. Good God, that's insane. Uh, I'll tell it you which ones the, it won. It, it won, won the Outstanding Musical. Outstanding Musical, yeah. Outstanding Book, Outstanding Featured Actress again, and Sutton did not win that one either. I know. What? Uh, it won Outstanding Lyrics and Music. It won Set Design, Costume Design, and... It also won the Theater World Award. Well, Bob Martin, Man in Chair, yeah. won the Theater World Award for that show. Crazy, right? This is yeah. insane. Crazy. Yeah, and that's just in the U.S. So, Emma, um, I'm curious. Uh, the Tony Award nomination for Best Actor in a Musical. Mm-hmm. Which the character time. in the show was nominated? For actor, lead actor, man in chair. Lead actor was man in chair. Yeah. Man in chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a nomination for the Tony for best actor in a musical. Mm-hmm. Yes. He doesn't have a song in the show. He, he doesn't sings have a, a little. solo. <laughs> yeah. He sings along with three of them, but it's definitely not a singing role. But best actor. Do you think that's why he musical. couldn't win it? I think it Maybe. definitely counted against him. Yeah. So but I, I guess you couldn't really nominate him as a supporting actor. No. 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 Yeah, but what also, a curious conundrum. In an award ceremony where you're also rewarding actors for plays, I think that I think That's true. That's but true. But he couldn't be nominated for a play. No, but that's what I mean. Like <laughs> you have to take actual acting, not just singing into account. And I think right. exactly well on the Broadway recording that we've listened to, like mm. I think his voice is not Bad in it. It's just not a real singing role. No. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no I get that. I, yeah. Yeah. Though I still think he should have won just for simply saying, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> still my that, favorite that line is in the great, show. We'll get on to that in yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sh- shall we move on to uh, the plot and, and such? Uh, yeah. This lit. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right, Drowsy Chaperone. 
let's get into it. So as we said before, it's about man in chair, listening to a record, imagining a show, mm-hmm. and taking the audience into its living room, which transforms into the stage, which is actually a mansion owned by an elderly lady where two people are going to get married. <laughs> and Still the best opening to it. And a farce <laughs> happens. Yep. A farce? Yeah. A farce, you say? It's a farce. A farce. It's definitely a farce. I just Does like the man in chair not have a name? No, it's just no, called it's just man, man in chair. chair. That's really upsetting for him. Well, who's going to introduce him? Yeah. I guess he is head. talking to someone or to an imaginary person. He's talking to the audience. The audience? Yeah. Is that not, he's like. Not sure. Is it never sure. explicitly, it's, hello, audience? No, it's definitely My not. name is. <laughs> he just says, oh, like. hi there. Oh, hi there. Yeah. He just turns around and goes, oh, I didn't see you there. Hey, How are you? Uh, I'm a little blue. <laughs> I'm a, oh. And then he goes on to describe name. what he yeah. means by blue. <laughs> it's just I'm a little worried that I can still get anxious at my age. <laughs> <laughs> so in the opening number, it presents all the characters. So I'm just going to go through all of them because the Wikipedia actually has a really efficient way of describing all these characters. So we have, uh, so the wedding is between Robert Martin, a Broadway star, and Janet Vandegraaff, who plans to give up her career on the stage as uh, a girl in a swing or booing and what, vaudeville or whatever. Then all the guests at their wedding. So Mrs. Tottendale is the owner of the building or the mansion that they're getting married in and her employee who is only known as an underling, uh, only known as underling. So he's like a butler, care, yep. carer. I feel like the nurse. writers have issues coming up with names and they've taken the easy way out <laughs> on a couple of occasions already. I honestly <laughs> think... Just give them a name. Well, the drowsy chaperone doesn't have a name either. <laughs> right. Three strikes. Right. Three strikes. Come on, guys. Mind blown. Tom, Dick and Harry. I feel, <laughs> Wasn't that hard? I feel it is purposeful because it's about taking those archetypes and putting them in a show. So it's less about what the character's name and more about their role in a show and making fun of it. Right. Or lazy. Or lazy. <laughs> or lazy. Well, well, we'll make that choice at the end, shall we? We'll make that judgment. All right. At, yes. So we have Robert's best man, George, a Broadway producer, Fieldzig, who, and he's there to try and persuade Janet to not get married and come back to the stage to because start. Because everyone right. knows married women can't be on the stage. Oh, absolutely. No, they've no. got to bake pies and have kids. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Jeez. So this is set in the which, where, who? Oh, I'm going to say 20s. It doesn't really give a... Oh, the fictional 1928 musical. Ah, there you go. There you go. The Drowsy Chaperone. So, Ditsy Flapper Kitty, who... I just want you to say that one more time, please. Ditsy Flapper Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a stripper name. Um, I think it's meant to. <laughs> well, she's Dying. kind of there to take <sighs> Janet's place in Follies, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. The Adelaide of yes. the show. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, then two gangsters disguised as pastry chefs. Of course. Uh, of yes. course. Uh, That's where Kiss Me Kate comes in. <laughs> a self-proclaimed famed Latin lover, Adolfo. 
and you'll you'll be very familiar with his name once you listen to the song. <laughs> you won't have much choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet's alcoholic chaperone, who's meant to uh, keep her away from Robert until the wedding. Drowsy in this show is code for tipsy slash drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and tricks. An aviatrix. The aviatrix. And that's all you need to know about her. <laughs> she is uh, clearly the... gay. Pardon? Clearly gay. Well, I think she's meant to be an Amelia Earhart. Yeah, clearly type. gay. <laughs> Who, yeah. <laughs> um, so those are all the the characters. Now the show is based around Robert and Janet getting married. These people who might want to keep them apart for their various reasons, everything going terribly wrong. Robert kisses another girl. Yeah, that's Naughty. right. He has cold Accidentally? feet. Um, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> Please the, do, because now I'm worried. The girl was, in fact, Janet in disguise. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah, mistaken <laughs> identity, classic, classic. Yeah, well, That's mistaken where in inverted commas. In. I'm just going to keep mentioning musicals yeah. that they took this from very obviously. All right, well, well do you want to <laughs> let, let's uh, list out all the things that are parodied in the musical? Uh, uh, there's, I, don't, I can't think of a single one now. Okay. <laughs> one, mistaken identities, classic. Yeah, yeah, plot classic point. plot yeah. point. Dream sequences. Oh, classic plot point. Spit takes. Yes. A deus ex machina. That's a what? what? A deus ex machina. Oh, Everything's going deus wrong and then ma- Trix machina. comes in and yeah. fixes everything. Fixes it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the classic uh, uh, male duo comedy, usually a gangster. Yes, usually comic gangsters. gangsters. Comic gangsters. Uh, the unflappable English butler. Oh, classic. <laughs> <laughs> The absent-minded dowager. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, the Broadway impresario. Yes. And a Follies production. A, a ditzy Corrine. Yep. Yeah. Can we just say the major one? Wedding? Yeah, weddings, everyone. Wedding. It starts <laughs> with a wedding, which only means it's going to end probably in a wedding. Yeah. Or, spoiler alert, four weddings. <laughs> Anything <laughs> goes, anyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or even, uh, well, it's not four, but uh, Guys and Dolls. Oh, the two yeah. weddings. Oh, too yeah. true, too true. Yep. Yeah. So the Harry best man, the drowsy chaperone, uh, the blousy grand dame of the stage, which yep. is the drowsy chaperone, yep. uh, and upstaging. <laughs> Just everyone all oh, the time. Oh, constant upstaging. Yeah. So it's it's really there is a plot in there oh and the classic classic um power ballads uh, not power ballads like rousing old, rou- yeah yeah oh, anthems already, i yeah. believe she calls a, them a rousing anthem <laughs> and that's what she's kind of there for yep so of course the the gangsters uh try to sell up their their pastry chef i don't know what would you call it credentials by convincing them They're, that they can actually bake a Toledo surprise, which is a song. Uh, They're actually there with the producer to um, in, well, steal Janet away. And then well, that's, that's, they're trying to get her away. Everything goes terribly wrong. There's not much plot 
to this. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't. Uh, in the end, the gangsters, while performing their song with Kitty, convince the producer to put them on stage. So he gets his mm, show so with Kitty. he doesn't need Janet anymore. He doesn't need, so Janet's she can get married, get married. And go bake pies and have kids. Janet and Robert have, have uh, reconciled their mistaken identity They resolved their problems issue. because he kissed a girl that was actually her. So, so it was okay. That's all right. Uh, Mrs. Tottingham and her butler. Mrs. Tottingham says that she's in love with him. And so he's like, oh, of course, I'm dedicated to you. Let's get married. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yes. And then uh, Janet. No, Didn't not, that sorry. also happen in The Princess Diaries? That was, a, that was a, um, you know, never mind. <laughs> We're all just looking at her like, what? <laughs> what? And Kitty reads Fieldzig's mind. Sorry, not Fieldzig, Aldolfo's mind. Well, it's part of her audition. Right. And she reads that he's asking her to marry him. Fourth wedding. Four weddings. Uh, <laughs> That's great. All we need is a funeral. And then poor George, all these people have made up, decided to get married. All they need is the minister and the best man has gone, oh, I've done everything except find a minister. <laughs> what are we going to do? Worst best man ever. We can't, <gasps> wah, wah. We can't, we can't get married. <laughs> Luckily, flying in on the falling sky. Flying from the sky. Is tricks the aviatrix. And that's all you need to know. And... She's kind of like a captain of an airship. Therefore. She can marry them on the plane. That's what? <laughs> a complete a lie, but okay. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch, but what, what, what musical is it? Yeah, true that, true that. Let's, let's think about Wicked so for So there a was bit. a happy ending for all. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Happy ending for all. And then after that all finishes, uh, Man in Chair brings us back and goes, explains why he likes this musical and why it makes him feel happy and it cheers him up. And he starts singing one of the, the – he starts singing the rousing anthem mm. from The Drowsy Chaperone. The whole cast join in. Because he can't have a song all to himself. That'd be rude. Yes. Well, why why give a lead a solo? Why allow that? That that is the finale. (laughs) So, You know, you want to hear something funny? Going back to history for a second. Originally, there was no man in chair. What? It was just, yeah, they actually wrote out this show at uh, Bob Martin, who plays man in chair, at his um, uh, bachelor party. And it was just a bunch of guys flarking around. making fun of a bunch of different musical styles ranging from like the uh, the 1900s up to the 40s and stuff. And the jokes were a bit more risque. They took it to the Toronto Festival, I think. Is that right? Yeah, the Toronto Fringe Festival. Uh, And then they thought, no, we need to kind of put a little bit of cohesion into this. So they created the man and chair. I think it's a really interesting framing device. Yeah. Yeah. To like have a member of the audience presenting. I love I love stuff like that. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have chosen the show. <laughs> but but also like it, it's really weird juxtaposition to the show, like having someone so vulnerable with such like a gaudy, confident musical and story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't think this would be a successful musical without Man in Chair. No, without, it wouldn't that make framing a lot of sense. Style really kind of primes the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
when it makes fun of itself in that fashion, when the person that's leading the story is helping to make fun of the story that he's about to tell. Yeah. And that is what really brings it all together. And makes well, it, it also gives the audience permission. Yeah. 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 To yeah. Uh, not take it too seriously and yeah, guide them through it. All right. Yeah. Well, shall we move on to the actual songs? Yes. There are some fun ones. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's talk about the actual songs of them. Of Drowsy Chaperone. Let's talk about the songs. Yeah. Um, there are a few of them, like at least three or four. Well, before we, before we start, okay. do you have a 100% favourite song, Ray? In Drowsy Chaperone? Yeah. Is there one song that you're like, I can't listen to the whole recording, I'm just going to start with this one? Probably would be Stumble Along. Yeah. The first or the reprise? Mm, the first one normally. Mm, the reprise is mine. Yeah. I like I like Man in Chair to have his little moment. Have his little and moment to shine. Bless yeah. him. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, look, I, initially must. it was I Don't Want to Show Off many, many moons ago, but I'm kind of over that song now. I've heard it a thousand times. Well, that's the know. thing. Like, it's such a good audition song or it seems it like really such is. a good right. audition song. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's been used in a lot of cabarets yeah. and a lot of different uh, yeah. like one person shows. I, I feel like it's probably one of the best known Yes. From the show. And it's certainly mm. something that you can take out of the show and use elsewhere completely out of context and it still works exactly the yes. same way. You don't yeah. think Toledo Surprise could work like that? I, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They all work. Okay. So the music. The, <laughs> as we've mentioned, there's, there's a lot of um, parody light. So it's not necessarily parody in the sense of we've taken this specific thing and we're going to give you all the clues towards it. We haven't given you, the like you said before, the Les Mis theme is not, Yeah, so you're, you know. Not, you're not like we're, we're parodying this specific song. We're parodying song. The, the type and yeah. the, the feel of. So it's more like it's been done in the style of rather than, mm. yeah. yeah. So it's a respectful parody in that sense. Um, but it definitely still has that same um, sort of cheeky kind of use yeah, of those still those making elements. fun of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, but it's making nice, happy fun. A loving parody a is loving how I like parody. to describe it. That's yeah. right. So it's it's very Gershwin to me. The music feels Ooh, like yeah. a Gershwin yeah. show. Oh, I don't know why didn't I put that it together? Feels it like absolutely is. Cole Porter-esque Gershwin, 1920s, early 30s, lots of that sort of feel. Um, I might even throw a touch of Candor and Ebb in there. Maybe. Just a touch. In the orchestration, yeah, it probably orchestration. has that, that slightly bigger, brassier feel yeah. mm. in the orchestration, but um, certainly in the melody and the use of lyrics as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very very much like Crazy For You or something like yes. that, where it's yes. a bunch of... A bunch yeah. of Gershwin, very it's Gershwin. Primarily thrown together. modern Millie. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> which is also that you know sort of same era of written later in the style of in the style of yeah. making fun of yeah yeah yeah. So you get that the feel and the melody and the the uh, form of the period piece, but with that later bigger, fuller orchestration. Mm. So it, and that it's a real pleasure to listen comedy. to. Yeah. A, a yeah. little extra layer. Sorry, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Miranda is ill, so thanks for ah. being here, even though you're ill, Miranda. Miranda is <laughs> ill, I and I she's here. Yeah. Julie's <laughs> ill, and she's not. I'm I just saying. wasn't going to throw any shade, but shade has been thrown. Look, if, it if wasn't me, I'm going to throw shade. It's going to be the American, because I feel like Shh, I'm Guys, we really need to talk about the songs in the show. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Uh, so let's get back to that. There is a very traditional overture, and as everybody who listens to the podcast knows, Miranda loves a traditional overture. We just yes. get a little bit of all the pieces of music to put you in the mood and say, are you ready? Are you ready? We're going to start the show now. Da, 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 da. It makes no – it makes no um, – it doesn't try at all to kind of meld them together. It's no. literally like section of song, section of song, section, section of, of song. song. Start the show. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> as all the good overtures are. I'm going to yeah, make a mixtape right. that's nothing but overtures just <laughs> for you. That would be like listening to all the musicals ever. I know. All at once. <laughs> Very <laughs> efficient. So many musicals. Very I efficient. love it. I always say when we were doing My Fair Lady, I used to use the overture as a warm-up for the show. It's a musical synopsis. Just sing along. That's right. Let's be fair. Exactly. Also aligns with things, everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Just, you could just work through the overture and be like, okay, I've rehearsed the whole show. Now I'm ready to start. Let's do it. Um, it's followed by Fancy Dress, which is uh, like a – an introduction song. So we I love meet. that song. I love that song so much. It is the best dress, song to start with. My dress. My pants. <laughs> the start. Dress. It takes a little while to warm up. But um, can we someone tell me why I'm wearing this? That's my favorite part. No idea why she's wearing this. She's dress. so charming. <sighs> Sorry. Continue. It's okay. I'm ready to. You, know, you, you take over. I'm, nah, nah, I'm nah, just nah. going over here and blow my nose again. No, nah, <laughs> um, that's the only song I know. So we meet all of the characters in this. They all have their little section where they basically describe who they are why they're there, and what's about to happen in some cases. Mm-hmm. So uh, we meet absolutely everybody in that number. Um, the, it's followed by Cold Feats, um, <laughs> which in the song is described as a Dixie melody for wedding day jitters. So this is oh, um, sung yeah. by the, the groom-to-be, Robert, Robert um, and includes a, a Dixie melody tap break. This is very um, Fred Astaire sort of early in the show number it's, in it's, every one of his movies. It's casually racist. Just casually oh, yeah. Just racist. Casually. <laughs> oh, teach you a, a dance taught me by an old Negro By an old man. Negro. I know. I was yeah. like, <gasps> It's just <gasps> real obvious. But in the context of the time, yeah. that yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. And and it isn't like, it isn't done in a in a nasty way. No. no it, it's it, just it is, that one little moment when you're like, Wait, what? Ooh. Yeah, just like, wait, what did he just let's say? just acknowledge the racism and then never and touch it again. And move on to the tap dancing. <laughs> and the tap dancing is fun. It's a great tap dance. Yes. Um, so he taps away his wedding day jitters uh, and he is ready to shake off his cold feats with a little fascinating rhythm. And that's... Um, Turn them know. into bold feats. Bold feats. Some classic <laughs> Heat up them feats. <laughs> it's followed by... Um, Show off, or I don't want to show off, off uh, which is by Janet. She basically goes through an entire list of things that she doesn't want to do anymore by and doing them. does mm. them. Uh, and it's, it even has a little tag in the playoff where she says, I don't want to encore no more. <laughs> and I got to say, Huge that's one of my line. favorite lyric grabs yeah. ever. Yep. So there you go. Um, and as we mentioned before, that's done by people. If anyone's going to pull a number out of this show and do it elsewhere. Oh, absolutely. That's the one you're going to find. Well, again, it's probably one of the very few comedic, like, ingenue or, like, 
young female yeah. songs. Songs that you can yeah, find. Yeah. Yeah. It actually reminds me a lot of um, uh, I Can't Do It Alone from Chicago. Oh, yeah. It has that same yeah, sort of feel. Very similar. Just yeah. not quite as as bam, bam, brassy. Yeah. See, but and I always think Extraordinary from Pippin with a bit of comedy. Yeah. Because she does yeah. all the things that she says that she doesn't want to do. Physically in the show, she does the things. She does one of those fake out entrances where she's way yeah. off to the yeah. side. And they're all looking center waiting for her. <laughs> she, she changes keys. She changes costumes. She's lifted by a thousand men. She does this. She does that. And it's just, I don't know, for some reason, it always makes me think of Extraordinary from Pippin. I have no idea why. No idea why. Well, I think you just listed a number of reasons why it, you would. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing exactly what the show does. Okay. Uh, so moving on, we next we hear, as we stumble along, this is the Drowsy Chaperone's rousing anthem, as mm. we have mentioned earlier. So this is a very well, sort of more 30s-esque rather than the 1920s numbers, yeah. I feel. Um, it's the classic sort of ballad of the older supporting character, inspiring everybody with her great... And you know, it's also... The supporting character completely breaking character and oh, just singing totally. as herself yeah. <laughs> to, to the audience. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Which also works. Uh, so there's a lot of R's from the ensemble in the background of that. It's all very, you know, uh, like I said, inspirational. It's an anthem. The big rousing yeah. anthem. Um, it, it sits early in the show for a rousing anthem. You'd I, expect I that. You'd expect it to sort of be end of act one. Yeah. But, it, but no, it's like, not quite there. They shove it in a little early <laughs> for me. I don't know. Just shoehorn that right in yeah, there. Yeah, just get, oh it, God. just get in there. Um, I Am Adolfo is the, the <laughs> male number that you'll hear elsewhere outside yeah. of the show. It's a comedic number. It's an operetta ripoff. It's a little bit Man of La Mancha, a little bit Carmen-esque. Um, and it basically involves him saying I Am Adolfo 134 times. And spelling yeah. it. Spelling it, just making sure you really know. In case you were curious, his name is Adolfo. I am. One last time. Adolfo. Adolfo. (laughs) Um, It has a bit of that like sort of Spanish feel. It's it's funny. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Accident waiting to happen, a little love duet. This is a really sort of early 20s feel for me, very more Cole Porter than Gershwin, if you're going to be sort of picky about it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not very... Well, there's not many, not much tongue in cheek in this one. No, either. no, no. It's just kind of straight Here you down go. the line. Yeah, two people, they love each other. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy. <laughs> we have to have this song in there because otherwise we won't have it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Um, and it is followed by Toledo Surprise. This is um, a. It feels to me like you know um, a lot of Fred and Ginger movies have it, but it was very popular in the 20s and 30s musicals yeah. where you had this one random number that was a dance that had its own name. It has that feel. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. talking about a baked good. Yeah. Yes, but they're doing it musically. It feels exactly like. Any number of those, those sort of. It just, and I'm doing the dance, and this is the dancer's <laughs> name. But um, <laughs> it just screams every song from "Singing in the Rain" for me. Like singing they're, the, yeah, "Singing in the Rain" just literally pulls a dance number out of nowhere while they're learning how to the not the rain in Spain. What's that one where the two of them? Uh, uh, Moses supposes. Moses supposes. Yeah, 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 very yeah. Moses supposes. Yeah. yeah, um, it's very anything goes as well. Yeah. It, it, there's a number of. Things you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it also has the um, the it is the act one finale for the show within a show. Um, there's even a section at the end where all like everything has gone wrong at this point. There's not everything, but um, the two leads 
They have, have split. They don't know what's going on. And there's even a section right at the end where everyone is happily dancing away. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And they stop and say, why are we dancing like this? Our lives are in tatters. I don't know. <laughs> just keep dancing. Da-da-da-da-da. End of I think one. that's the only time that the characters actually question what their the own. What are going we on? doing? Yeah. Dear yeah. God, why? Uh, the twist that happens at this point is there's no interval. So a uh, man in chair just puts on the next, okay, now for act two, here we go. Unfortunately, he does actually put in the wrong record, so we get... Um, and goes to make some tea so he doesn't realise. Yeah, so, so we, we get an get entirely different musical. Oh, the entire ensemble come funny. in and do message I from a that. nightingale, which is actually from a completely different show. Um, but is definitely a... It's not a King and I, it's a oh, parody. I, why can't oh. I remember that? Not the King and I. Um, it's the other South Pacific. No, the other very offensively Asian one. Miss Saigon. <laughs> no, too late. <laughs> Earlier. The Mikado. The Mikado. Definitely. Mikado. Yes. Definitely the Mikado. Thank you, silent guest is in it, the corner. Is it racially offensive when they're very obviously making fun of how racially offensive they are? In this, no. Yeah. In the Mikado, <laughs> less no. That's, so. Yeah, that's what I mean. In the Mikado, Gilbert and Sullivan. True. They were all about being weird. It's just I think it's more the the, the actual productions of it we see oh, now. Are uh, a little, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's taking it too seriously. Yeah. All right. We're almost at the end. So uh, we then get The Bride's Lament, um, which you may better know as Monkey on a Pedestal. <laughs> uh, there's, it's a, Don't a listen song, to the lyrics. A song no. full of very odd metaphor. This is the sad ingenue sort of ballad that turns into, you know, questioning everything, discovering herself, and um, it comes into a big sort of 1930s, 11 o'clock number yeah. of turmoil and yeah. angst. Um, and then at the end, she, that this is the one where she, like, finds confidence at the end. I believe and, so, and yeah. It also includes... kind of... Asking. It includes a bit of a reprise verse of I don't want to show off yeah. and yeah. yeah, a lot of that. Um, we then go into uh, Love is Always Lovely in the end, which we're going yeah, back to some of the secondary fun. comic characters who have fallen in love. Um, this is the re- replacement song of another song that also appears on the original soundtrack mm. called mm. I Remember Love. So originally I Remember Love was in the show and they've gone, eh replace it with this other one but they left both of them on the recording which i thought was nice they're very they are very similar songs so I, I i wonder why they switched one has them. a ukulele and one doesn't so. okay well i guess that's that's the point <laughs> i guess that's it they just thought, no hey. no ukuleles on broadway <laughs> none um, so then we have a little bit of uh wrapping up to do as far as the plot goes we hear george's triumph which um we get a repeat of a bunch of different themes from the show. It's all of the characters come back. Yeah. Um, and that melds straight into I Do, I Do in the Sky, which is the big Broadway happy wedding finale song um, where everything is solved. That is the finale of the show within a show. Yeah. And yeah. then we have our reprise of As We Stumble Along, which is Man in Chair finally gets to sing. Yeah. The last song, which is a reprise. And, and again, it is kind of another... He doesn't get to finish it on his own. <laughs> and, and still everyone else comes in and is like, blah, blah, blah. And it is kind of another 11th hour song where he kind of starts out very, very meek and sad. And then he, as everyone starts joining in, he gets happier and more, more confident. confident. And Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's the whole show. But it essentially the music, like I said, it's this sort of twenties, thirties, Porter Gershwin esque yep. kind of thing, with a lot of pieces that remind you essentially of every show ever yeah. mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. around that period in particular. So um, it's a lot of fun to listen to, and that's its purpose, as as Manning Chair says. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling blue. I want to listen to something that'll make me happy, and then at the end, it made him happy. Job well done, tick. Done. What, Thanks what, for coming. What is that show for you? What show do you listen to when you want to feel happy? Forty Second Street. Yeah. Mm, what about again, you? Again, it changes depending on what's going on in my life. To be quite honest, at, like I said, at the moment, it's not just for shower. I listen to it. I just seem to listen to it all the time. Groundhog, Groundhog Day yeah. and um, Willy Wonka. Oh, at the yeah. Moment, okay. Just because it's. I don't know, something fun and funky and new to listen For to. For me, ever oh, since the I escapism first... escapism is, uh, I just need that. Mm, okay, ever ever since that. I first listened to it, it's been Five Guys Named Mo. Oh, okay, that's yeah. The yeah. I, yeah. That's yeah, the one yeah, I put that's on. It's just like, this is hilarious and funky. Yeah. Zero plot yep. to like really to speak of. Just lots of fun numbers. Yeah. Mm. Even the sad numbers are fun numbers. Yeah. You know? Oh, Heathers. Heathers was one for me a couple yeah. of years yeah, ago. Heathers yeah. is a good one as well. Yeah. Plot light. Fun songs, heavy. Even yeah, even though they're heavy, they're still fun. Mm. Even though they're fun, they're still heavy. All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, take a break and come back with cast. Sounds good. So the cast for Drowsy Chaperones is going to be pretty quick. There's only been a few productions of it. There's only on on Wikipedia. It literally only lists the original. The original Broadway, the original London, and the original Australian. Mm-hmm. We're on the wiki. Yep. Yeah. So it but didn't... even in the original, even on the Wikipedia, it doesn't mention Ronald Rushmore. It just says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name again? Oh no, Ronda's there. Sorry. Ronda's there. Later on, but oh, in the yes. little tidbits about yeah. each one, it only talks about Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. So it it didn't tour very much. It didn't. Uh... And it wasn't Melbourne either, was it? it no, was it was Sydney. It was Sydney. Oh, it says Melbourne in the Wikipedia. Oh, really? Oh. It says at the very top. Oh, the very sorry, top, Melbourne. Top paragraph, it says Awkward. Japan, Melbourne. Well, well done, Melbourne. Thank you. Are we sure it's Thank Sydney? Thank you, Melbourne. Are we sure about that? Maybe it was Melbourne and not Sydney. <laughs> I remembered Sydney, but that was, that's again my memory, not using any internet <laughs> references. So, Sutton Foster was Janet was she in it? <laughs> and she didn't win, win the, the Tony. Tony. So uh, it was Melbourne, 2010. There we go, 2010. Yep. And that one starred Jeffrey Rush Rowan, as Man Rowan. in Chair. Yes. Now Rowan that Rowan. is one of my biggest regrets of not seeing a show. I would love to see Jeffrey Rush as Man in Chair. <laughs> True. It uh, would have been good. Yeah. It would have been good. Uh, so Bob Martin, of course, was original Broadway and original London. So he's also an on original the... show concept, right? You were saying before, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, well, he wasn't in the original cast, but he was thing. involved in the he development of the show. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yes. Uh, a, a couple of names we might recognize: uh, Danny Burstein as Adolfo. Uh, I am Adolfo. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Eddie Corbich for George, uh, Edward Hibbert was the underling, so mm-hmm. the the British butler, and then brothers Jason and Garth Kravitz were Gangster One and Gangster Two. Oh, cute! Yeah, closely so related to Lenny Kravitz. Just, <laughs> in case you're curious, are they? Do you no, know that? Or? No, God, no. <laughs> Being 
Just they they don't sound like Lenny Kravitz. And it's not spelled the same either. It's just, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's an S, not a Z. Like Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> They're distantly related. His brother's mother's dogs, <laughs> dog walkers. Uh, so babies. the drowsy chaperone uh, was played by Rhonda Birchmore in, in Australia. Australia. Mm-hmm. In Australia. She'd be uh, perfect for that. Yeah, absolutely. She would have been really good. And Christy Whelan was Janet. Uh, I don't actually recognize Who many Christy, of the Christy, did we, she was in, also in Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Forum? Yes, I believe she was. Jeffrey Rush and Christy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been the year after. Or before. Let's the year have around. that conversation off the air. So, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, other than Bob Saget. 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 Saget How took I over. Met Your Mother narrator, and, which I find ironic that he was man and chair, but also from, oh, God, what was that? Family Matters? No. Family Ties? Uh, no. Full House. No, Full House. Full Family House. Ties was Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a little early. A uh, little early for Bob, Bob Saget. Bob Saget and John Glover yep. appeared as man and chair. I think it's the sort of role I you could share loved. around a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there are a lot of older gentlemen and actors. And useful that, stunt casting, too. Yes. Because it's, it's not, not a singing a, role. And it's not a big ask even lines-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As the lead roles go, it's probably the lightest that exists. Again, uh, probably why it didn't win the title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's, that's pretty much it. Well, I know. There's, um, I just I mean, saw that um, Elaine Page played the Drazzy Chaperone in West End. <gasps> that would have been amazing. That. That's true. I don't know how I missed that. And John Partridge mm-hmm. was Robert. That would have been really good. Sean Kingsley was in that. Oh, yeah. as recreating the role of man and chair. Wow, they went through it. Is that right? Am I reading that right? Where are you reading this from? That, from Why the same page the... you are. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I'm not reading anything from it anyway, guys. <laughs> She's, you're just enthralled by this conversation. I'm just making yes. things up off the top of my head. This all looks fabulous. Okay, but now let's, let's, let's cast it. In heaven, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> With dead people? If you want. This okay. Well. <laughs> it's just dead people. <laughs> All right, so only dead people. Who are we casting? Oh, God. Uh, you know, if we only cast dead people, I can't do... I, I, can't, I can't put Zach in it. Good. I feel like... Okay. He must not be named. Well, with Julie <laughs> and KB not here, I feel like it's my responsibility. Screw them. If they wanted to, they would call in. They could call right now. They know we're they doing this. they never bought into this game. <laughs> okay, only dead people. Uh, man in chair, Jerry Lewis. Very Oh, very yeah, good new. call. Yeah. Good call. Dude. Dude. That's, um, that's kind of all hard. I have. It, is, it is hard. Could Gene Kelly be a decent Robert Martin? No. Who am I thinking of? Al- Don- Alfonso? Alfonso, <laughs> Azaria, uh, what is his name again? Allegra. <laughs> Dead people is rough, man. Red people is, especially for the younger characters. Okay, well, oh my God, this um, is rough. Robin Williams as Adolfo. Yeah. Oh, I think as George. As A very the, young Robin. the best man. Yeah. 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 The kind of harried best man running from one place to another. Maybe, um, maybe. Oh, I just had one and I lost it. Um, gangsters. 
there's got to be heaps of gangsters from like <laughs> 20s and 30s cinema. <laughs> I guess oh, I Fatty room. Arbuckle and if we want to go Keystone Cops era. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't remember his scene partner's name. I'd help you, but I don't know either. Yeah, no, it's gone. Fatty Arbuckle and the other guy. And the other guy. <laughs> yeah, dead people is hard to do. Yeah, I don't know. Let's not do dead people again. Okay. That's, that's a rough one. That's what I need to know about ahead of time so I can start doing my research <laughs> to make okay. sure that the people I'm thinking of are Live actually people, dead. I also have opinions on Man in Chair. John Lithgow. Yeah. Ooh. I had a uh, one-woman show with Kristen Chenoweth and Roger Bart. <laughs> Playing all the roles. Yes. Roger Bart is Man in Chair. Kristen Chenoweth is literally everyone else. That, that is a amazing concept. Can you just see her doing yes. all? Oh. Yes. Let's weird. talk to Kristen because that <laughs> that would sell. And if she would happen. like some tips on how to how to get it done, she yes. can always watch shares. With that story. <laughs> the sure, sure, the Oh dear, it came back. Okay, never leaves. Janet. Janet. Um, I oh, I had... think Sutton is so good for it. I think so too, but I think um, oh that. Chick from Smash. The hell is her name? Megan Hilty. Yeah, she could do yeah, it pretty well. Yeah, she would. Maybe not the comedic stylings of it, but she would definitely rock uh, rock out some characters. She's pretty funny. Can't she be? Yeah. She's pretty right. funny. Oh, she was a nine to five. Yeah, I guess she's got some comedy in her upper sleeve somewhere. <laughs> you know who I'd like to see as uh, Mrs. Toddendale? Who? Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking I, of nine to five. I, I, I think she would be great. Honestly. I mean... It's an older role, but she's an older woman and she doesn't usually play an older woman. She's kind of stayed out of movies for a while, but I yeah, think she yeah. would be really interesting as, as yeah. Mrs. Tottendale. I think Laura Linney could play it pretty well too, like a really yeah. dry, sarcastic version. And it. Stephen Fry for uh, The oh, Underling. Oh, yes. The what, sorry? The Underling. Oh, totally. Oh, her Underling. Yeah. yeah, totally. He'd be a good man in chair as well. He would, he would be a fantastic man in chair. I... I'm not going to argue. He would be as good, if not better, than John Lithgow. But there's a, a list as long as my so arm of, good, of yeah. men in chairs. Men in chairs. Um, <laughs> what if we had to put a woman in the chair? Ooh. Lady in chair. Well, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in a chair right now. What are the odds? Well, Judy Dench, lady in chair. I think she, could play, I think oh. she could play depressed. Sally Field. Sally yeah. Field. Sally Field would totally rock that. <laughs> This is a pause while we all try to interpret the mime rendition Miming. of a name from the guest for next week's episode. <laughs> um, He's early. Wait. <laughs> it's two words. Sounds like. Four letters. Sounds like. Something. Something. So they need to a, be able to play a depressed person. Miriam Mugoyle. Yes. Mugel. Just, just use your just words. Use your words. Yeah, uh, Professor Sprout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not passionate about that answer. I'm, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> He's been given the two finger response. That's you know that's fair. That's fair. Oh, hang on, I've got one. I can't remember her name. I'm looking it up now. <laughs> that Where is such a Julie thing to do. So I want to thank you <laughs> for filling in that. Yeah, well that done. Gap. Maggie Smith. Oh yeah, Maggie Smith would be phenomenal in that role. You know, I wouldn't have thought so. 
until I saw Lady in the Van, yeah. where she played like a, a crazy dementia, um, a crazy old lady with dementia, kind of yelling at everyone. I think, I, I do think she could play woman in chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Fiona Shaw. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Irish Fiona actress. Shaw. She could, yeah, she'd be pretty, pretty sassy. Oh, if we're doing that, though. Um, <laughs> oh, we're doing that. We're, uh, we're, what is the Irish name? cast. Hang uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, the, for the girls. Um, Emma Thompson. Sorry. Emma Thompson. That's my last one. Mm. Emma Thompson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she would be. She, she would she be a good drowsy chaperone. chaperone? She'd be a great drowsy chaperone. Ooh, totally. Mm. Yeah, God, that was very California of me. Oh my god. Oh my god, that <laughs> was like she'd be guy. <laughs> oh my god, if we do it back to the dead cast. Um, oh. dead cast. I'm sorry if that's you know. It's not offensive. I wish that they were all alive still. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Alan Rickman as manager. Oh. oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going inside my she, shirt. To she's cry. turtling. Or, she's turtling. Or drowsy chaperone in drag. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to draw the line. I'm still going to say Roger Bart. Um, Roger Bart is a great answer. He would be phenomenal. He's a, a, a fantastic answer. Um, for the girls, uh, Adolfo or Robert for Zach. Where are we putting Zach? Are I we, think one of the gangsters. Oh no! Do any of the characters die you know, you know painfully? Because <laughs> then he could be that guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no. Absolutely, it should be De Niro and Efron as oh, the two gangsters. De Niro. Yes. Yeah. That's a, there's a big age gap. No, there. Can yeah, we do absolutely. De Niro and Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I can see it. It's really just messing people's minds. Yeah. All right. <laughs> maybe maybe Zach Efron could play Tricks the Eight Tricks. Oh my god. Just here he comes. No just, shirt. No shirt. comes in on, on Tricks is specifically a woman. I mean We're cross casting man in chair. If, if, okay, if well somebody... then he's an aviator, so he needs to be like No, what? he'll be an aviator. Tricks. Thank you. If if some if, I'm if if Zach, he who must not be named, comes sailing in no shirt to save the day at the last minute. He can call himself whatever he wants. Just look at those okay. acts. Far too much. My name is Trix, the aviatrix. I think he is We've handsome, but I also think he should burn in the seventh circle of hell. That's just me, though. The seventh. That's a very specific it, circle look, of hell. I've done my research. Too much Efron talk. The... I'm cutting you all <laughs> Thank off. Thank you. Thank Let's you, go please. to top yes. five. Oh, God. I've been sucked in. What top five lists should this show be on? Top five one acts. Yeah. One act musicals. Mm-hmm. Top five. Drazzy Chaperone. It's probably close to the top. We've got Time yeah. of Show on that. We've got Putnam County. Chorus Line. Putnam County doesn't have an interval. No. no oh. Straight through. No, straight through, oh. all the way through. One act. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top five shows where the lead does not have a solo. Yeah. Top five shows that break the fourth wall constantly. Mm. Constantly. Constantly, she said with this, an American accent. This list might be getting a little crowded, so feel free to exclude it if you want. Yeah. Mm. Top five shows about Broadway. Oh, I don't know okay. if I can give it to you. It I, is, I can it is, see it's what you... It's getting full. But is that... Is, 
the Drazzy Chaperone, the show that he's talking about, actually a Broadway show. It might be a... He does say it. you're on Broadway and you're going to see a Broadway okay, show. Okay, yeah. Uh, so it is specifically a Broadway show. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Because there are a lot of I really like good ones on there. Apart yeah. from that mention at the beginning, the show itself isn't about Broadway. It's about how Broadway makes you feel. And the excitement of going to see a Broadway show and then reliving that with the cast. Okay, I will yeah. give you yeah. top five feel-good Broadway shows. But I don't think I can give you top five about Broadway. That's fine. Feel free to like, agree or disagree. Well, so I, see what I see what you mean, though, talking about yeah. a Broadway show. It's about the, like, the experience of going to Broadway. It's, so it's Broadway from an audience perspective, not from a performance Well, considering that he's a ba- the, the man in chair is basically a shut-in, that states very clearly that he's agoraphobic, yeah. agoraphobic which means that he gets yeah. very anxious and nervous, so this is what he uses to keep himself yeah. feeling good and calm. I see, I see what he means. I can't be... <laughs> We're not getting enough on you, by the way. <laughs> I, I, see, I see what he means. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, top five parodies? Again, it's... Mm. Top five showceptions. <laughs> show within a show. Show within a show. Show within a show. Again, we've done a few of them as well. Yeah. yeah. 42nd title and now this. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So There's quite well, a few. Even Spam a lot to a certain to degree start... breaks the fourth wall. I mean, Why this one does all the time. Why are the same though? shows over and over and over, I don't. And over. <laughs> I think it's because those are the ones that appeal to us, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Top five musicals with monkeys. <laughs> Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Title of title show. show. Title of show. This. <laughs> Monkey um, on a pedestal. I don't know. South Pacific? Isn't there a monkey in South Pacific? <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't need a full five for no, it to be top no, five. No, no, fine. King Kong. Oh, but it hasn't uh, been on Broadway yet. Not yet, but it's on its way. Officially it's on now. its way. Yeah. Top five, top five shows that make fun of alcohol abuse. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Carousel? Does it? Oh, totally. Yeah. Let's make fun of. Move on. Oh, move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Moving on. It is definitely. It makes fun of alcohol, but I think there are a few that do have alcohol as a comedic sort of plot point. Yeah. It's like someone gets drunk and then something happens. Something happens yeah. due to it. Did we? Did we not have in an earlier episode? Perhaps when we were talking about a particular show about pies. Julie created a top five mm. shows featuring baked goods. Mm. Mm. That's this. Or was it I, you? I think I, I think I. Maybe it was you. I think I brought this up then as well. Toledo surprise. Toledo surprise. Oh, right. Baked goods. Yeah. Absolutely. As a plot point. That and Sweeney Todd. I think that's the three yeah. that comprise that top <laughs> that, five. That, that five. <laughs> well done. Well done, everyone. Well done. Top five Sutton Foster musicals. This could be controversial a little bit. Mm. Everybody's got a different opinion on it. No, I would say yes. I put this at. Number two, no, three, Shrek, then Anything Goes, then this for Sutton Foster. Millie? See, I wouldn't, uh, yeah. I don't think she's as big a part of this show as she is as part of others. Right, I that's why I'm saying yeah. it I don't know that perhaps she's as big a part of this show, but that character is so very her, her yeah. and her skill set. Yeah, well, and when you think feel like Drazzy Chaperone, you think part of Sutton her. Foster. That's the yeah. first thing that pops into my mind is, oh, right, that show with Sutton Foster in it. Yeah. 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 I'd allow it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'll allow it. Ooh. What was that other one she did? Um, Violet. Violet. Mm. I was going to say Vanessa. <laughs> 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 Veronica. <laughs> Do we have, it, have any others? 
Uh, I had top five shows with a famous diva song or diva's yeah. lament. Uh, I have top five musicals that are basically this exact podcast. <laughs> uh, top five uh, musicals where characters don't have names. Ooh, lazy writing. Lazy. <laughs> I knew top that. Five I musicals that written by lazy writers. <laughs> Top five musicals that? that is basically my future, but we already talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think every musical theatre fan <laughs> really relates really to, relates Manager, to the man like, chair. Every yeah, second Saturday I'm not going to make it anywhere, so I'm just going to sit and listen to my records. We all, we all know it's not man and chair, it. it's person and chair. Every yeah. male, female, oh, bi, yeah. tri, guy, person yeah. feels, feels for that guy. Right, well, should, we, should we move on to lessons? Yeah. yeah. Or do you have more? Yeah. Okay. So we can all agree that we learnt... His name is Adolfo. His name is Adolfo. Except me, because it's obviously Alonso. I thought it was Esmeralda. No, it's Adolfo, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he even spells it out, so we all learnt that. Adolfo. Adolfo. What, what other lessons did we learn from Drowsy Chaperone? Uh, I, I, relatably, to be relatable to the to man in chair... I mean, I wouldn't call that a life lesson, but it's kind of, again, what we've talked about a couple of times is seeing yourself in someone else's shoes mm. and how he handles his life and how we handle ours. I know I'm getting a bit, <laughs> bit deep from the very well, get-go. No, <laughs> this, that, that's what this section's yeah, for. Yeah. Maybe it's as performers to be aware that you can actually emotionally affect people who watch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a little bit of a responsibility. I mean, I've learned it a long time ago, but it's helped really, you know, sort of affirm the importance of escapism every mm. now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Just joy is important. Absolutely. And baked goods. And baked yeah. goods. <laughs> and monkeys. <laughs> well, another one, this one, the importance of metaphor in musicals. Yes. The, pretty much every song is a metaphor for or something, something else. else. So... I think I think that's uh that's a that's a crutch that they really lent on. Or or, or just a trope that they lent on as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Um learning to respect where our love where our musical theater love comes from, the classics, you know, we obviously were um, each thing each um era that passes is a builds on the foundation of the one the that next came new, yeah, the one that came before, and so a lot of we wouldn't have a lot of the different type of modern musicals that we have now if it wasn't for the old classics. Yeah, and his absolute, almost to the point of obsession, love for not only Drowsy Chaperone, that particular nineteen twenties to forties era uh, show, but for the nostalgia yeah. of it, because he very obviously did his research or he lived through it, and he remembers a lot of the history of each of these different actors mm. and each of these different pieces of time. And I find that fascinating. And I'm always, I'm, I'm always a big advocate of the <laughs> classics. I love the classics. Uh, I guess from a show writing perspective, uh, n- don't write off a deus ex machina. Mm-hmm. Trixie Aviatrix is one of the, my favorite parts <laughs> of the show. And she's literally just swoops in, solves everything, and ends the show. Yeah. Ta-da! Ta-da. We've <laughs> Thanks, done it. Zach. <laughs> and scene. Bows, thank you for coming. <laughs> There's the exit. Uh, also, don't. Put a monkey on a pedestal <laughs> and expect him it. not to be a monkey. Yeah, just yeah. don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, good job. Yeah. A- any other lessons we learned? 
Uh, I mean, it is a parody, so there aren't a lot no, of lessons to learn in this particular musical. Yeah. I don't know. Have fun. Have fun. Be be I able to learn one. to laugh with yourself as opposed to having people laugh at you, laugh with them, yeah. at you. Learn to parody. Learn to enjoy it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. But <laughs> no, no buts. <laughs> no buts. No buts. All right. Well, that's all the lessons we learned. That's all the lessons. We've done the cast, we've done the list, we've done the lessons. Now let's talk to Ray. Okay. Well, thanks for coming, Ray, and talking about Drowsy Chaperone. Yeah, Ray. You're welcome. It's been lots of fun. So what do you want to tell our audience about what you're doing in the next few weeks? That has uh, nothing well, at all to do with the Drowsy Chaperone. Yeah, like nothing to do whatsoever nothing with the Drowsy Chaperone. Um, all right, well, I'm, I'm, it's not happening in the next few weeks. I'm going away for a bit um, back, um, back home for family stuff. But when I get back to Australia, I am going to be uh, reprising my cabaret show that I wrote last year called oh, Ruby cool. Slipper Chronicles. Because you're in Oz. Because I'm in Oz. I'm a Kansas girl from Oz. And somebody in this room is just now getting that. Well done. <laughs> Ruby Slipper Chronicles. I can't tell you how many times I've got three months in, like after I did my show and they went, oh, oh my God. Ruby oh, Slipper. I get oh. it. <laughs> and was it not, there was like literally a tornado. Yeah. In uh, Kansas. I left. Oh, that, it's always during tornado season, it seems. But uh, <laughs> I left Kansas to move to Brisbane, Australia during a tornado. There we, our, my plane was almost grounded. It was pretty funny. And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, what are the odds of that? And <laughs> I'm going to write a show about it. I did not write the show. This show wrote me. That's, I've said, said it before. I will say it again. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, no uh, Where and when? Uh, it's going to be at the, um, the Gold Coast Art Center, ironically, in the basement. <laughs> I find that to be very appropriate. Uh, it's uh, the first weekend of November, November 3rd and 4th. That's a Friday, Saturday, 8.15 both nights. Cool. Well, yeah. we'll have links to both booking and information in the show notes. So Thanks. If you... <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to plug? Any other projects coming up or... I you, honestly uh, I'm sorry, I panicked you right now. No, no, no. It, I, it's not, there's nothing that I have that is confirmed happening as of yet. Well, if Just you're watch in, this space, yeah. <laughs> watch this space. If you're watch in Kansas, look out for Ray. Yeah. She's going to be about. Or if you're in Australia, look out for <laughs> Ray. Look out. Here comes Ray. <laughs> uh, so if you want to get those notes and all the other notes, we put a whole bunch of further reading up on the show notes each week. Um, all the wikis that we referenced all the other websites and uh, show information that we reference. That's so, also where we hashtag Zac Efron. That's also where we hashtag <laughs> Zac Efron. We got through so far. <sighs> so far without saying his name. <laughs> Curse you, Miranda. I'm sorry. Curse you. <laughs> so you can find all that on our website uh, at com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter. Facebook is just facebook.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. And Twitter at musicals teach me. If you have a very specific or lengthy thing to tell us or criticism to make or rant to write, uh, some notes about the perfect roles for Zac Efron. Then you can keep it to yourself. Thanks. (laughs) You can email us at (laughs) musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com and we will probably reply because we're good like that. 
And if you have anything you want us to read out on the show, we'll probably do that as well because we are desperate for attention. <laughs> if Spotify, you like, pick up this podcast. Spotify, 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 yes, Spotify. Spotify, please. Come on now. Let's, let's be reasonable. Uh, if you like what we do and would like to support us, you can go to our Patreon. Now, we will start uploading super special secret monthly episodes that only the patrons get to listen to. Sorry, in the I next just, few I was weeks. so excited about that. They're very fun. Uh, and only the patrons will get to know what they're about. So go there. You can donate as little as $1 a month and you'll get access to not only our first two episodes, but also these new episodes coming up. That sounds great. That, that sounds, sounds great. magical. That's, that's what we do. That sounds for Harry our Potter patrons. magical. Magic <laughs> exists in Australia. Bring Harry Potter down here. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you again, Ray. You're and, welcome. Uh, we will see all of you next time. Uh, I've been Zane C. Weber. Miranda Selwood. O'Reilly Roke, a.k.a. Ray. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Peace. Bye. on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns